Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll find a judgment-free zone to help you free yourself from overthinking and the fear of doing things the wrong way. It's time to shed yourself of the mom guilt, procrastination, and perfectionism so you can start doing the things that you really want to do with your money instead of just working to pay bills. I'm Ashley Patrick, ex-detective turned debt-free CEO of my very own business and stay-at-home mom of three. Not too long ago, my dreams of staying at home with my kids seemed impossible. I thought I'd have to stay miserable in a high stress and demanding job just so I could retire someday. After gaining the confidence in my own ability to manage my family's finances and a simple step-by-step plan to make it happen, I was able to pay off $45,000 in just 17 months, which then allowed me to finally quit my job, stay at home with my kids, and build a debt-free business. Now my mission is to help moms like you conquer debt and free themselves from the mental load of handling their family's finances. If you're ready to shed the guilt and shame surrounding your past money mistakes and tackle your debt, this is the place for you. Let's get started. In today's episode, we are doing a budget strategy session with Sai Laws. Now, we talk about uh, some ways for her to manage her spending as well as tracking her expenses so that she can reach her bigger financial goals um, after losing her mom and um, having to quit her job to take care of her mom and her son. And now she's um, ready to get back on track with life and her finances and start going again. And, you know, these sessions are just so incredibly helpful for those of you listening, but also the people that show up for these sessions. They don't cost a thing. Um, And even after size session, which we recorded a couple weeks ago, she posted in the free Facebook group. Wow, thank you so much. I had an online budget review session with Ashley Patrick. I've gone from being overwhelmed and burying my head to knowing how to do this. I started listening to the podcast this week and it's inspirational. Now, if you want to be able to get back on track with your finances and feel in control again, Come join us for the Money Plan Bootcamp. We start in less than two weeks, about a week and a half now, and I will be going through as a group step-by-step training to create a realistic plan for 2023 so that you can get past the overwhelm and feeling stuck with your finances and create a realistic plan so you can get started and make this the year that you actually do the thing instead of putting it off and putting it off. And then next year you do your taxes and you're like, what the heck? Where did all my money go? Why didn't I make any progress? Now is your opportunity to really hit the ground running the beginning of the year. Let's set you up for success. Now you can save your seat by going to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash bootcamp. Now let's get going on size episode. Enjoy. Thank you, Sai, so much for being here for another budget strategy session. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. 
good. Now we've had some technical difficulties, but I think we are ready to go. Um, so if you notice the sound um, as you're listening, it sounds, you know, we can still have the conversation. So I think it's important to still have the conversation, even though technology is not, it's like never my friend. If you've been with me for a while, you know that technology just hates me. Uh, but we're going to dive in anyway. Um, and we are going to tackle her biggest struggle and some quick action steps that she can take to um, get through that and kind of start making progress. So that's what we do here in the budget strategy session. So uh, before we kind of dive into your biggest struggle, um, of course, share just what you're comfortable sharing. But can you give us a little bit of background about you or your family, kind of like the overall you know, high level view of what's, um, what you've got going on right now. Okay. So, um, and this is a contributing factor. So there is me and my son, who's five years old. Um, I, I was, there's always, so when I was pregnant, I moved my mum in. So there was me, my son and my mum. Um, we, I was working at the time and my mum was, was poorly, that's why I moved her in. Um, I lost my mum last year and um, I stopped work to look after her. And at that point we were kind of pulling our money together. Um, I was in a good position financially, had my son and was kind of stopped work to look after her. Um, mum passed away and um, I'm in the UK so because I was looking after her I was getting like 60 pounds a week to look after her um, so but when I when my mum passed away that income stopped um, I didn't feel ready to go back to work um, because of that but obviously I've still got my son um, I also needed an operation, so wasn't able to go back to work. So I'm in a situation now where I've literally burnt through all my savings and I am kind of living very, um, what is it, paycheck to paycheck is, is what you guys say. Um, yeah. Yeah, so in in um in the UK we have a different expression expression. I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but what I've actually realised and um, by watching you is I actually seem to have a little bit more income than I thought I did. I would have said my income was about just over a thousand pounds, but it's not. It's um, actually £1,600, which is quite a big difference. So where is it going and what am I doing? And yeah, I just have no idea where to start. Gotcha. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. It, I mean, I know that was a big deal for you and I'm glad that you are now kind of getting back on track and kind of, mm -hmm. you know, getting things back going. So is, um, Okay, so I have a couple of questions before we get started. Um, do you, will you keep getting the sixteen hundred um, if you go back to work, or is there a, like a t a deadline on that where it doesn't come in anymore, or will you have that coming in for a long time? 
So the 1600, um, so a thousand pounds worth of that is from um, like my mum's property. Okay. Awesome. Right? Okay. Um, that's an income there. And then the 600 pounds is from um, a, a mixture of over here, we have 80 pounds a month of child benefit. Um, so if you've got a child the gov and you earn under a certain amount, the government gives you um, £80, it's like £82 something. Um, then there is uh, um, £300 that is um, from another source that will finish in... August this this year. So the eighty pounds will continue. The thousand pounds should continue. Um, the three hundred pounds will not continue past August. Okay. And then there's like a hundred and forty-seven pounds that. Um, no, it's one hundred and eighty pounds actually. That's um, child maintenance from his dad. Gotcha. And that, that potentially could go up or down every August. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so is your plan or desire to go back to work or do you want to kind of focus on what you have coming in now? So, um, yes, I need to go back to work. I've taken time to make sure that my son's okay. Um, that was really important. And um, my health is back on track. Um, so I am ready to go back to work um so and what i what i do hopefully can go back and, and earn really like good money um however you know that could be a, a process it could be at least a month so and i don't want to go back to work and earn fifty thousand pounds a year and don't know where it goes i feel like I want to be in a good position budget-wise to be able to manage that. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, so are you able to maintain all your bills with the money that you have coming in now? Or are you getting like behind each month? And you don't have to go into like the numbers, but um, does the yeah. money that you have coming in cover all your expenses? It should do, but... There was a couple of months where I I literally had about eight hundred pounds, I think, or or between five and, and eight hundred pounds, and I really fell behind. So it's like a catch up. Yeah, and when you don't have that much money coming in, it is harder to get caught back up because you're just kind of maintaining with that amount of money. I'm sure, um, or you know, you might have a little left over, but it's harder to get you know eight hundred dollars kind of caught back up. Um, when you don't have as much coming in. So that's definitely something that um, once you go back to work and have some extra income, it'll be real easy for you to get caught up and really like make a lot of progress on your financial goals and long-term goals. So that's awesome that you're able to um, do that and kind of maintain. So then that money will kind of be extra. So um, do you feel like your struggle, um, based on a comment you said earlier um, that I forgot now <laughs> what it was, but it made me think that um, you're not 100% sure where the money is going, that you are spending 
um, each month. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And I would say that that's probably been a theme probably since I started work. Okay. Like, gotcha. Yeah. That's very yeah. common. Very, very normal. Like that's pretty much anybody that is just not, you know, really thinking about what, you know, their day-to-day spending, like hardly anybody does that unless you're like being intentional about it. So that's very normal. So don't feel bad that, uh, that it's that way. Cause that's totally normal. Um, so what I would suggest for you is to, there's a couple of things you can do to kind of be intentional with where your money is going and, um, being able to know where it went instead of having that feeling of where did it go? I don't know. Um, so, and the biggest thing to do for that is tracking your spending, which is the thing that nobody wants to do. And there's a couple ways that you can do it is, you know, if you like pen and paper, like I do, I just carry a small notebook. It doesn't have to be like a big planner or anything like that. I carry just a a smaller size notebook uh, with me, like in my purse, or if I'm at home, I'll bring it inside um, when I need to like catch up my tracking and stuff. But I literally write down every transaction and that's the biggest impact on your mindset. And when, when you start actually looking at the numbers of where your money has been going, it's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent that much money eating out or on groceries or just Amazon or, you know what I mean? So it's like, once you, um, realize what the number is, usually something will click and you can start to change that behavior because it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent that much because it's a little here, it's a little there, and it just adds up and we don't realize it. So the same thing happens to me when I'm not writing things down. So um, that's the biggest way to kind of get a handle on that. And um, if you don't like pen and paper, of course, you could use a simple spreadsheet, um, a Google sheet, it's free. And you can just put in like the date, the transaction, the category. And one thing I like to do that helps me Um, kind of keep track of the numbers. So I have, um, you know, when we used to write checks, I don't know if you're old enough uh, (laughs) to write checks. Nobody writes checks anymore. Uh, But, you know, we used to have these (laughs) checkbook (laughs) registers and we would write down the day, the check number, the where we wrote the check to, the amount, if it posted yet, and your bank balance. So what I do is the same concept, but I have a column for uh, the category, So like, let's say it's food. So I'll have a column. um, I'll have the main column that says category. So it'll be food. Then I have another column next to that that says food balance. So how much is left in my food category? And then I will have food spent and how much I've spent in the category. I just like to see those two numbers if you're not if you're doing everything digital so that you can see, okay, I've spent this much on food and this is how much I have left for food um, until the new month starts or new paycheck, however you want to divide it up. So um, that has been very helpful for me. And then the other thing that you could do, I don't know if you use much cash or I know some countries like hardly anybody uses cash, but um, I do encourage if um, you're comfortable with it, if it's something that you can do pretty easily is to use cash envelopes. Um, but if you don't, um, you there are digital ways to use envelopes. And basically the overall idea is 
once you like get money that comes in, because since you have several different sources, I'm going to assume that it probably, it may come in at different times. So you're not getting just one paycheck. So it makes it a little bit, um, it's, a, it's some extra steps to kind of create the plan itself versus like a paycheck budget where when you get paid, this is what you do. So um, same concept, but you'll need to tweak it a little bit for your situation. But um, basically what you would do is when the money comes in, you have a plan for it. And so when you get, let's say the $1,000, um, you're going to pay this bill, this bill, this bill, have this much money for food, this much money for um, entertainment or transportation or whatever the other things that you need to pay for. And mm -hmm. some of those categories, let's say, um, eating out, cause that's a big one for a lot of us, at least here in the U S we eat out a lot. Um, and that's one that you could do with cash. So let's say your budget is $50. And as an example, you take out $50 in cash and you, um, just have it there in an envelope. So like you literally have to hand over the money. Um, and when you spend and it's gone, then you, you're supposed to stop spending. That's the idea. You see it and you see you're out of money for that category and you stop spending. So it's kind of an extra mental step as well, because it feels very different to hand over the cash versus swiping a card. It just does. Um, so I encourage that for categories that you are, regularly overspending on. And usually it's food, uh, um, either groceries or fast food or, you know, eating out. Um, so that's typically the biggest, you don't have to do it for like every category. Like nobody expects you to pay your bills in cash. Like that can, I mean, nobody wants to do that. Right. So it's just, you can start with like one or two categories and kind of test it out and see if you like that or not. Um, the important thing is to find what works for you, right, in your situation. So, you know, I like to use a spreadsheet for certain things. I use a notebook for certain things. I use cash envelopes, but I also have digital envelopes. Like I just, for my brain, I've had to figure out what works for me. And it's like these little things. So don't feel like you have to do it one way. Like you might mm -hmm. like having the notebook, but you also like having a spreadsheet for certain things. So it's really finding the combination, what works for you. And especially since, you know, you're in the UK, so things are a little bit different there. So, um, you know, you may not want to do certain things or, you know, if you're a visual person, uh, you may be fine with a spreadsheet or, you know what I mean? So just figure out what works for you by trying different things and know it's going to take practice and it's going to take time. So don't be afraid to start because you feel like you're not sure what to do or which thing to do because we overthink everything. <laughs> we overthink all of it. And truly it doesn't matter as long as you're taking action and trying something that is progress and you will get there. But if you stay stuck and don't do anything, you won't, right? You have to like, just start doing um, and just start trying to figure it out. So I love that you're here because that's what you're trying to do. So I'm really excited uh, for you and this year because it's the beginning of 2023. Mm -hmm. So I would love to follow up with you in a few months and see where you're at and how things are going. But um, what is something that you could do um, in the next 24 hours that you think would help you with this? It could be just getting a notebook. It could be figuring out what categories you want to use for cash. If you're going to use cash, um, or setting up kind of an electronic way to organize the amounts. Um, so what are you thinking? What can you do? Um, the notebook, the small notebook, and it comes everywhere with me. 
because I have tried to put every receipt in my bag and then there's like, do you want a receipt? And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. So I think the pen in the notebook would work really well. So I can pop and get a notebook, um, especially. And I think the cash envelopes um, would be really good for me because um over here we do a lot of debit mm -hmm. card um and a mixture of cash oh okay but good I, I find that cash is very different i try to hold on to my cash mm -hmm. yep you know today and i was like how much cash have i got right okay um what did we buy we bought something earlier and Oh, we just bought some, sorry, uh, we bought some chips and I was like, we are not spending any more than five pounds, you know, and so I've become like tight when it's, when it's, yes, yes. like, it's so, like, yeah. it's not real money with a card. Right. And so mentally it, I uh, do the same thing. It's so hard to hand over the cash and it's like I'll put stuff back in the store but like I don't really want yeah. to spend my money on this but so when it's a card that. we don't think about it. we just swipe it yeah. so I, because we were we were coming back home my son was like oh, I wanted a drink and I went no we've got drinks at home so because I was like we're not spending any more than <laughs> so we just bought some chips and I got it was like two pounds so I got no, it was three pounds. So I got two pounds back and we had drinks at home. So I was like, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, the I think it's going to work. Yeah, I think so too. I think both of those things will really help you. Um, and so if you haven't already with your budget, um, just mm -hmm. kind of make a priority list since you have different money coming in at different times and kind of try to plan like if, if you know the money's coming on a certain date, like a fixed date, which I assume probably most of that does for the most part, um, yeah. then you can say, okay, when this money comes in, I'm going to put it towards this, this, and this. So just be really specific with your plan so that when the money comes in, you don't have to think about it. And it's not, oh, I'll just do whatever. And then the money's gone um, type of thing. So um, it sounds like you have a really good head start on you know, your mindset and things like that. So I'm really excited to see what you do with the cash in the notebook. Cause I feel like just from talking to you this little bit that you are going to be very successful and take action right away. <laughs> I hope so. I just can't carry on the way that I'm doing. And, um, you know, when you've got a child and you're responsible, yep. you can't mess up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, when you have more income coming in, once you kind of get this foundational stuff, as long as you carry it over and don't get like too relaxed, then you're going to be able to like really invest and make some big, big uh, financial goals happen. So that's awesome. So that's good to hear because, um, you know, that's obviously the next step now. Just get back working and yeah. Yeah, that's great. So do you have any other questions or anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I feel like I could ask you so many questions, but I think actually it's just about breaking it down and just concentrating on the things that you have said. And then I can speak to you about, you know, like got 200 pounds on that credit card, but 
I'm not going to have any money unless I do this. So I can't think about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing at a time, focus on one thing, because otherwise we just get overwhelmed by all the things and don't know what to focus on. So that's good. I don't know if maybe this question, I run three bank accounts. You have what? Three bank three? accounts. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I utilize them very well. Um, okay. So maybe that would be good. There's one bank account that all my de direct debits go out of, and I've got them all at the same day. Okay. So that's that one. Um, that's got an overdraft on. Okay. Which is really hard to come out of your overdraft. So I think that would be my first, once I've got this, I think that would be my first goal. And then I've just got another two. <laughs> and what I tend to do is money comes in and I just get it out so that I've got money for the month. <laughs> so is there a way that I could utilize those three bank accounts better? If that makes any sense. Um, yeah, probably. So um, I like the idea of having everything come out of one account. So it's kind of like your money in, money out account. And the other two could be used as, um, you know, different spending accounts, kind of like the cash envelopes, but in a digital way. So you could have, you could have just like your extra spending, like um, food and eating out kind of like the variable expenses. And then the other one could be for any expenses that you just know you want to save for like birthday, Christmas, holidays, vacation, you know, other longer term, I guess, or not month to month, but one could be just like your spending account. Um, and then when the money's gone, it's gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and then you, you could use it kind of like a digital envelope. And then the other one could be um, just the in and out like you already are doing. So, um, if that works for you, if you like that, you could definitely do that. Um, the only thing with that is, um, you still need to have a specific plan for what you need to spend out of that account. Cause if it just goes all into one pot, you could accidentally spend money you need for food on something else. So you still got to kind of have an idea and a plan for what your budget is for those categories in that account as well, which you could do in a spreadsheet or just on, you know, pen and paper. So um, that kind of is up to you with, you know, how I talked about the tracking with the column, uh, the extra columns, you could kind of do that and just have it in the one account though, if that makes sense. So then you're not spending your bills money on accident. Like if that, ever happens to you so you could have this the, like the bills account and then the spending account and then the savings account okay that sounds really good awesome. thank you you're welcome anything oh, wow. else <laughs> no i feel like that's something i can start doing you know tomorrow when we go out Awesome. Yes, that's awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the or on a budget for a budget strategy session. I appreciate you taking the time and being willing to show up for us. Thank you. Now, if you love the budget strategy session, 
episodes and you want one yourself, you need some uh, support in getting on track with your finances and whatever you are struggling with, don't forget you can come on the podcast with me as well. You can do your own budget strategy session. Now, just go to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy to pick your time to come and meet with me one-on-one in your own budget strategy session so that you can get your questions answered and get past this feeling of being stuck and just get going. Let's do it. This is the year that you can make real change in your life and your finances. So come join me. Save your seat at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy. Talk to you soon.